We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. To go. <laughs> Wrong. Well, I, okay, now I won't. Okay, so now I heard a rumor from some people and uh, we, I don't know. I don't feel like this is true. I, but just the threat of hearing it really pisses me off. But, so apparently the mayor around here has leaked some information that after the state fair, which is happening all the way until the end of this weekend, uh, Illinois is going to lock down again. Ooh. Ooh, and I don't really know how true that is, but these are from the some kooky uh, family members I know that are going to quit their jobs if they're going to be forced to get vaccinated. <laughs> Dude, speaking on that, um, my job, we had a team meeting today or a team meeting, a, oh, lo- shit, a location dude. meeting today uh, for where I work, and they were telling us the history of vaccinations was one of the points that our HR person was talking about. The history of vaccination. Yeah, and okay. they, they wanted to know, they they like, they like posed the question, like, when do you think the first vaccination was? You know, like, trying to make it fun. It's all it's all over fucking, um, like, uh, Microsoft Teams, basically. But they're like, uh, they're like, when was the first vaccination? And it was smallpox in, like, fucking 1890-something, or... Oh, did you get a little light? Look at you. Yeah, I didn't. I just turned it on. So like, I just, I didn't know what the buttons did. (laughs) Yeah, they changed colors. But yeah, so they, uh, she asked that. And then they asked um, if we knew when, uh, or what was the fastest vaccine? And I think the fastest one was like, I don't know, like four years before this COVID one. And, and then they told us that this one took six months and we've constantly gotten better at making vaccines and this, that, or the other. And I was like, this is disgusting. Where like in my head, I, like I was working, I had to do this fucking meeting online while I'm working. Oh um, yeah. 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 It wasn't like at an actual yeah. fucking like PowerPoint. No. And so then I'm like, this is fucking retarded. And in the back of my head, I was like, oh, they're getting ready to roll it out for the whole company that you're going to have to get vaccinated. And so I brought it up with uh, my boss afterwards, like, hey, um, do you think this is coming down the line? And he was he was, you know, very careful with his words. Um, He didn't say yes or no, that it is coming down the line. But I've I've been saying it for a while, because when we work in healthcare facilities and things like that, they're all starting to ask if we're vaccinated or not. And, um, 
if they're going to start requiring it, if businesses are going to start requiring it, I'm sure our business will require it because we go into other businesses. And if one guy can't go into it because they're not vaccinated or, and I proposed the point, I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody if I'm vaccinated or not. I don't have to show any of my information for any of that. That's not right in any way, shape or form. And uh, so I won't. And I told him that and I was like, I will not do it. Um, So if it comes down the line, you guys need to let me know as soon as possible, because then we're going to have to figure some things out when it comes to that. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But like, I don't I I think it's first, uh, it's a direct violation of the contract that I signed with them. You know, it violates HIPAA legislation or not legislation, but like HIPAA laws. So in the contractual sense, I feel I'm not obligated to show them anything. And on top of that, and that's just the contractual side, I think it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Obviously, we've been saying that for a while, but um, I think it's wild. I, it's getting fucking it's getting fucking real, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I was I went down a fucking dark hill today. I was like down the dark pill today because I heard that and I was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do? Because this isn't the only place. This isn't the only company that's going to do it. Dude, you know where we could go? Where? Afghanistan. <laughs> they're dude, not, have you seen? They're the not Taliban, requiring dude. They're not requiring masks unless you're a woman. So win yeah, win. They keep yeah, their mouth when, shut. Yeah. Hear them talk. Well, dude, the like I I uh I just been watching like the videos of you know the Taliban. And I I mean I haven't seen any like horrible fucking shit they've done. I mean, I'm sure there are oh, probably yes. some yeah, pretty, instances of that. Yeah, they've definitely gone in like every military base they've gone over for the NNA. They just take the commander out back and shoot him in the head. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, but that's, yeah. but I, it doesn't okay. look like they've been um, like mass slaughtering people in the streets. And it seemed like the reaction from the people at the airport um, were kind was almost a over-dramatization of what they thought was going to happen when the Taliban came over. And they're yeah, really yeah. not. They are detaining people. I'm not saying they're not. They are uh, going after, you know, um, uh, people that gave up Taliban information and things like that. They are definitely going after that. Um, I don't want to, well, like, dude, minimize I, the situation. But at yeah, the same I time, would... them driving bumper cars in the middle of Kabul is <laughs> yeah. awesome. Dude, I was just going to say, dude, if we if we just put it on the other foot. And let's just say that, uh, I don't know, China occupied America for 20 fucking years and a certain section of the population, which would probably happen, it, they aligned with China and were fucking rats and narcs and yeah. probably like the worst people that would align with China in our country. And let's then 20 years later, China leaves. What do you think the rebellious population is going to feel about those all those people, people that yeah. were helping China. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like if the, well, and, and if the Taliban is should, being like... I think like, we should be honest about this, where the I don't think the Taliban was the commanding power of, of Afghanistan 20 years ago. So, I, I don't... I actually don't exactly know. I think Taliban actually controlled most... Because most, yeah. I think they were going through their own revolution. Yeah, the they Taliban, were. Yeah. The Taliban was like about to take over. And then you know like, what's really bad? Up. You know what's really bad? We went to fight against them and we don't even know how to. <laughs> like, yeah, I, right. I, I did at one point, but I don't really remember yeah. all 
together now. Well, like the, the whole the, connection with like Al Qaeda and Taliban is just one of the biggest lies. It's yeah. not like Al Qaeda and the Taliban re- like close to the same thing. I mean, they might have worked together in like few instances here and there, but only because we were bombing the shit out of Afghanistan. Yeah. And I mean, if I would, if your group is both being targeted, like you work together, you might as well start fucking working together. Like, yeah. mine is, like why not? You're gonna yeah. you're getting bombed anyways. Why the fuck not? Like, yeah, I know. I um, uh, I don't know if you listened to the little well, only twenty minutes that came out that I posted on Monday. Did you listen to that at all? I no, I did not. Yeah, well, I, I've basically all I said was like, do I care that it fell? Absolutely not. I don't care, and that's a personal opinion that I have. Um, I know a lot of people, especially vets, aren't going to agree with it. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Like, honestly, it doesn't affect it doesn't affect my day to day that we are out of Afghanistan. It didn't really affect my day to day that we were in Afghanistan, except that I thought it was absolutely horrendous and wrong. And uh, I think a lot less innocent people will die comparatively with us being gone and out of there. So that's kind of my opinion on it. And I should and I feel just fine feeling that way. Like people aren't going to tell me any different oh, they're getting slaughtered by the masses. If that happens, then we have a different problem on our hands. And I don't know if our intervention is going to do any better because we probably created it in the first place. Yeah, even, even let's just even go by like their standards. Their standards was they're trying to create nation build, uh, create a sustainable de- democracy and uh, a, a military force tr- uh, trained enough to keep people like the Taliban back. And in 11 days, it collapsed. Yep. So even under their standards, Everyone that died in Afghan, every service member that died in Afghanistan had died in vain. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even like obviously, we, me, and you don't agree with even even if they even if this government worked and how they, you know, and actually planned out work, we would be against that. For the people that were honestly like trying or for them building a nation, a democracy to bring uh, liberal ideas to this country and liberalize women or whatever. Well, it failed. <laughs> yep, it failed. And the, the only reason it was it even existed was because of America's influence there. And the it seemed like the the people it, it wasn't even like the people, um, like they they aligned the people there aligned more with the Taliban the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like there was a reason why they were giving them information government. the entire time. Yeah, we put up this fake government. And we expected the people to align to for some reason, even though we were there the whole time we were there, we were committing atrocities. And so then when we leave, it's like, and, and they also put the like worst people in power there. Like a lot of these people were warlords. There's instances of like uh, the people that we put in power were literally child rapists and they would abuse that all the time. So bad that the Taliban to to uh, attack them would set up like areas with a bunch of kids to lure these monsters in there and then fucking shoot them all when they showed up. Yeah, and well, that's the craziest part. And most of them were like CIA operatives, not like legit operatives from the United States, but they were being paid on the CIA payroll to do certain things while they were either in charge or trying to get in charge. And it's fucking wild. You were like, well, it's not wild. That's not the wild part. The wild part is that we expected them to conform to Western civilization and, and, you know, uphold democracy, which dude, that's the craziest part is like when our enemies, like the enemies of the United States 
all around the world are calling out the United States for the, not being good at what they're saying they're good at and what they've been trying to create in every other country. It's like the Taliban called out Facebook and and the United States government for uh, free speech. They, he got asked a question <laughs> yeah, about yeah, free yeah. speech. <laughs> and he's like, why are you asking me that question? Why don't you ask the people that are censoring speech in the United States, like Facebook and the United States government? And Putin on the same thing when he was talking about uh, when he got asked about, uh, you know, killing people in his own um, in his own country that are dissident from his what he's talking about. And he called out Joe Biden for doing the same thing with uh, uh, fucking uh, Julian Assange and maybe and, and he yeah. hinted at Epstein at it, too. And it's like that's kind of that's like the only white pill is like. These people are, they're like, we're not giving the expectation of this freedom that you're talking about. Um, we're giving the expectation of what we expect and how we're going to operate. And they're honest about it. They're not right. I don't think they're right, obviously, by any means, but they're honest about it. And the United States definitely is not. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I'm always curious uh, about like, because like, well, I mean, we, we get a shit ton of propaganda about like, pretty much all the worst things that China and Russia does. Like, that's all we hear. Like we never hear any good, like no one sees good things that comes out of China and Russia. It's always yeah. in a negative lens. And I wonder if it's like kind of the like same way in Russia where they only show like their people, like they probably show them like the George Floyd shit and then, <laughs> and then like Rodney King yeah. or I, I, I don't know, some fucking whatever like some atrocities we do in like afghanistan or there's, whatever they're still telling the telling the population that like yeah they they locked up uh muhammad ali for not going and fighting in vietnam like yeah you know what they probably did is like you know that uh ac-130 that took off with the people on yeah. there and like they literally fall they probably show that on there and but they're like and there was plenty of room on the cargo plane and america just left their allies in the dust like just <laughs> fucking hammering them hard but that what's really interesting uh and it's kind of annoying to see on twitter but like dude have you seen the corporate press after yeah. all this dude they're going hard on yeah. biden hard and all I keep seeing on Twitter is like, wow, you know, it's bad when CNN is going after them. And I'm like, dude, that's it's the most blue pilled fucking thing I've ever heard. It's yeah, like it's the most blue pilled going after somebody ever. Like, yeah, they're going after him, but they're not like. No, what I mean is that like no one sees through the, the corporate press's oh, yeah. actual agenda. Yeah, the like bullshit. They're, they're, like they they're want, actually. Yeah, like I think they're they actually the going hard at Biden because if you it can't be it like it's it they're setting it up to be like this really terrible terrible thing and like overall like yeah it wasn't the best but it's a lot better than anything we've been doing over there for decades literally well yeah and, and the, they got to make it look really really bad so if like i don't know we pull out of iraq we can't do that right away because yeah, or, watch what happened last time yeah exactly or you know the new iran or yeah um Let's go to oh. China. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw I should have I couldn't I was uh, I saw this meme on Facebook and I was going to steal it. But the, sometimes, you know, the memes on Facebook are just a little too big for fucking yeah. Instagram. It's, it annoys the shit. out. It of annoys me. the fuck out of me, too. <laughs> but it was the 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 dude from fucking Minions, the I yeah. know, the Steve Carell guy, the guy yeah. that's in charge of them all. I never really right. seen the movie. So but it's he's like wrote it on there and he's like. Oh, the American empire is coming home. And he looks at it 
and then looks back and he's like all sad and it's like the american empire's coming home that's what i keep (laughs) telling people i'm like you know the worst part about this and the scariest part about this isn't that the way we left afghanistan or that all of it was in vain like those are two horrible things like the way we left Afghanistan, yes, it's absolutely horrendous. We It should have been done when the negotiations were taking place at the beginning of the year, where it was going to be a more structural government. Maybe that was a good idea. It seemed like it would have been better bloodshed-wise um, compared to right now. And we probably wouldn't have seen people like falling off of fucking airplanes if it went the way that it was supposed to go when Biden made that fucking conspiracy hat, dude, maybe it was planned that way. Yeah. And well, yeah, but, but the worst, and then obviously the worst part is the empire's coming home. And that's, what's truly scary is because now they're rolling out. I know they're they're. I mean, we were talking about it with private companies rolling out, you know, the uh, vaccines, we know the military is going to be um, rolling out mandatory vaccinations. Uh, the, the fucking Department of De- the Secretary of Defense, what's his name? Like Jim, Jim something, Jim Floyd or Jim White or something like that, whatever his fucking name is. His name. But he's uh, he's talking about how uh, the number one enemy the United States military faces right now is COVID-19. And, uh, you know, there's been 24 deaths um, in the United States military from COVID-19. And I think if you look at those, they were all, uh, you know, older and they weren't young kids with, you know, uh, physically healthy. Yeah, probably some like fucking 40 years serving first sergeant or whatever (laughs) or sergeant major that's been he smoked for 20 years of it or whatever the yeah and is overweight because he doesn't have because he's old enough that he doesn't have the height and weight standard anymore and uh (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's one of those guys and then uh and so they're gonna i think they're going to uh you know see who's um who's loyal to the regime and Uh, you know it's like but but we're not going to talk about the 500 deaths in the same amount of COVID 19 from suicide in the united states mm -hmm. military but COVID 19 is the number one threat against the united states military did you get that email from the va uh probably i think i looked at one from the va that was like all COVID 19 out well no well this one was just because of afghanistan that they sent out this email that like reach out to your afghan vets and let them know that you know like yeah they, they didn't do anything for nothing <laughs> i mean Jesus i mean basically that was the sentiment like basically reach out make sure they're okay and it was yeah. like yeah because I, even the va knows like yeah uh we fucked up <laughs> yeah this is gonna be bad this is gonna be really bad and you know i like i i feel for all the guys that went through that shit and all the shit that they went through in iraq and afghanistan and then to see it just crumble right before their fucking eyes and I mean, this is probably the worst wake up, worst way to have a wake up call, but fuck, maybe some of y'all needed a wake up call. Like this was really pointless. And we've been telling you that it's been pointless for a while. And there's been a lot of people that have been telling you that it was pointless for a while. And I get it. It's going to be rough and you're going to have a hard time, but I, your hard time is not going to be any, any easier well it's not going to be any harder than what the people of afghanistan have gone through i mean shit when we first invaded afghanistan they thought we were russians 
Yeah. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm sorry. I, it's not that I don't really have the patience for it. And any of the guys that need to sit there and talk about it, I'll fucking sit there and talk to you about it. But if you're going to try and justify it and things like that, and I can't believe they did this, I'm going to be like straight up and honest. Like, I told you that they were going to do this. This is what we've been preaching about the entire time that eventually when we leave, because they were going to have to leave regardless at some point, that it wasn't going to go that the way that you think it is. And that's because... It was ass in the first place. It wasn't meant to be the way it was. And they just kept prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. And uh, so the secretary of state, like Blinken or whatever his fucking name is, uh, when he was on CNN, I think it was CNN. Yeah. And he was getting, I mean, he was getting ripped on by Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper was going to work, man. I envied him for a second. I was like, yeah, you do your job, buddy. Yeah. Finally. (laughs) But, uh, But, uh, yeah, he was straight up ripping on the guy. And what Blinken said is that, you know, we, you know, our mission was to go in there and uh, defeat Al Qaeda. We never should have gotten to nation building. We never should have prolonged it. And it was like, bro, like. Oh, now you guys are saying this? Al-Qaeda That's wild. Was like, yeah, Al Qaeda was like basically defeated like within the first six months of after being there. I mean, there was hardly any Al Qaeda left, at least in Afghanistan. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, and then. Uh, and let's not talk about the fact six, that the Taliban yeah. said that they were going to give up Osama bin Laden at the yeah, beginning yes. of all this. Yes. And at first it was with the stipulation that, um, what, what was the stipulation? Oh, that they needed evidence. They, they wanted evidence. They wanted and, evidence. And, they wanted to give it to like to a these third certain, party. yeah, to like a it, certain it wasn't Muslim even a, country. It was, yeah, it wasn't even a specific Muslim country. It was a third party Muslim country. And Bush said no. And then three months later, when we started dropping bombs, they said, all right, we'll give them to you without the evidence, but we're going to give them to a third party. So he doesn't basically, yeah, so he and, doesn't die right away. And, and in Bush that list, said yeah. No. And in that list was like Pakistan, Egypt, yeah. Saudi Arabia, and all those countries have, their least their governments have very good relationships with the United, with States. The United States. I mean, e- Egypt and Saudi Arabia, I know for sure, are propped up dictators by the United States oh, military. Yeah. So if the Taliban handed it over to Saudi Arabia or Egypt, like within a couple of days, they could have had custody of fucking Osama bin Laden. Yeah. And it would have been over right then. It would have been over. Because what, but, what was yeah. the point after that? There was no point. Yeah, and, and, and well, and yeah, I think they broadened that was the their problem. scope. Yeah, they broadened and, their scope to the war on terror. I mean, six months in, Bush had an interview where he even says that I'm not even thinking about Osama bin Laden. Like the, I don't think people understand the scope of what yeah. we're trying to do there, and they just broadened it, and then it was made to be endless. I think because oh, yeah. they just wanted to draw this thing out to do whatever they can. And always for the wanted, excuse for it, you know terrorist yeah and they wanted the they wanted the resources let's be honest like they wanted the resources and they wanted the strategic strategic value of being inside the middle east and they fucking got it i mean yeah we may have lost afghanistan here but we're still in syria we're still in fucking um iraq we're still in um fucking uh what's the little place that everybody tells us to move to um Oh, Somalia, Somalia, we're still in fucking we're still in all these countries. And it's like, fuck, we're still in Libya, who has an open slave trade market going on. 
And it's like, this is what we, this 20 years have created, not just Iraq and Afghanistan. It's created seven other different places, seven other different countries that we're involved in. And we will be involved in yeah. until we inevitably perish as a, as a nation because they're, it's too good for them to give up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, we were all already in the Middle East before yeah, 9-11. I mean, we were bombing Iraq since the Iraq war. So like all through the 90s, like Iraq was getting bombed. Yeah. But now um, Afghanistan, reason. like the whole reason for the invasion was to go after Al Qaeda. And then, I mean, that's how they tacked on Osama bin Laden or not Osama, uh, Saddam Hussein in Iraq yep. and how they were convinced that somehow he's working with uh al-qaeda with weapons of mass destruction so we have to take him out and then expand it into you know i mean we did bombing campaigns in pakistan and we had to do we tried to do regime change in syria so like afghanistan was just always the excuse yeah for them to get into i mean i i forgot god damn it, it was I the can't remember. it was the excuse yeah. for the american public because they were yes. going to do it regardless yes. it was the excuse to get the american public on their side and it was a yeah damn good one i mean obviously it yeah. lasted for 20 and, fucking years and that whole uh like uh protect women's right thing like they've yeah. been they, that's been the thing since the bush era yeah i mean there's there's i think nancy not is it nancy i don't know bush's wife i think it's her name's nancy yeah. bush yeah. but she went to kabul and was like reading books to like school like school age school little girl. girls there yeah. and like that was their whole um for public relations to sell it to america was like hey we're building schools for little girls and that's why we're doing this the whole you know, time did you see the taliban sit there and like yeah we have no problem with uh women getting an education as long as they do it under sharia yeah. law and it was like yeah. and then uh, scott horton scott horton's been one saying that that for a while that they've like they haven't had a problem with that since the 80s like they're they're, they're like they've been fine with that i don't maybe yeah. not since the 80s but since the 90s and early 2000s they were like yeah they just have to wear the whole fucking hijab all the way up and down yeah. like and it's and, like I, i'm not yeah. saying that's right like i don't like i don't think that's yeah. fucking right um fucking wear whatever you want you fucking cat-eared weirdos like go ahead wear that shit i don't care but like let's not try to make these people like you got to you got to be honest when you're talking about it, right? Like these people, they, they've been demonized and I'm not saying for right or for wrong reasons, but they've been demonized for wrong reasons and then demonized for correct reasons at the same time. And let's not try to mix the two. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like who knows what Afghanistan would look like if America never got involved there. Yeah. Like maybe that it looked like the Taliban were going to take over and maybe it was going to run its course. Like these people, maybe they would be a very oppressive to women but like after 20 years uh like maybe they would have another rebellious revolution or well, maybe yeah, it would just liberalize a little bit like well, who fucking and, knows and think about it like the guys that were leading it at the beginning of 2001 or like it, in the late 90s to the beginning of the 2000s the guys that were in charge of the taliban they're all fucking dead now like, first off, they're like, yeah. almost all of them are dead now. So now you're getting a younger crop of men that are, they've been exposed to the internet because they've had smartphones for a long time. They've been to different countries because they've been running for so long. Um, they have a lot more, they have a lot different ideas and aspects of the world. And, it, and just imagine if you would let it run its course, like, these new guys would be coming up anyways because the yeah. like the average lifespan in the middle east especially for <laughs> those people 
are like for the people of Afghanistan and Iraq and all that, they're like fucking 60. Yeah. And while, it's like, while, yeah, while they're getting bombed, it's probably like 18. Yeah. But without getting well, bombed, let's be, let's 60. Be, let's be truthful <laughs> about it. It's probably like 14. But <laughs> they lose their virginity while they're getting bombed. Like it's yeah. the same age. But like the, you know, the Taliban were this organization that was already there. And once we showed up, it, it pushed a lot of people to be at least more sympathetic and even join the Taliban. Well, so yeah, if, the numbers said that so, almost yeah. immediately. And if they're, if this like, you know, Taliban is like hardcore Sherry law or whatever, well, what we did for 20 years is just push more and more people to that ideology to join them. Because yeah. these, on the, these have been the motherfuckers that are like, fuck america we don't want you in our country and been fighting probably i i don't i don't know i should really look this up but like as far as i know it seems like we've had more altercations with the taliban than we ever had with al-qaeda at least our military in in, in sense yeah and so like i think we just we went in there and pushed more people into the taliban adopting this shiri law because these are the motherfuckers that are like stand it up against america so like i think if anything we just when we invaded we empowered the taliban even more and now yeah. they get to go down in afghanistan is like we defeated america and like and yeah. they're fucking partying it up dude well yeah the fucking afghanistan don't miss man these motherfuckers don't miss it's been like seven different major powers in history have died and burned in <laughs> afghanistan and america is another one and you know what? Like people were like, "Oh, we pulled out of Afghanistan. Uh, what's China like? China's gonna be going there now. How could we do that? Now they're gonna have it all." And it's like, "Fucking let China, please. I hope <laughs> yeah. China does go there militarily because then they'd be fucked. Because you can't fight an idea that way. You cannot fight an idea the way that." The United States did, the way that Russia did, the way that Macedonia did, yeah. the way that the British did, the way that everybody, every other other power that has tried to and yeah. tried to and conquer that place. China knows what Afghanis do to commies. Yeah. I mean, they were right next door when the Soviets invaded. They, yeah. they know what Afghanis will do to fucking commies. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I fucking hope they do. And everybody's all worried about it. And I was like, fuck, oh, well, China has, like, they're going to get cheaper gas for 20 years. Like, Oh, fucking boo hoo. Like whatever. Guess what? They're going to spend trillions. They're already spending trillions. They're spending trillions on infrastructure infrastructure right now in China for giant cities that nobody lives in. Like, like let's like people are trying to make this about China and people are super worried about China right now. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be because you should always worry about like, should always worry about the people that will try to take over your country the instant they see weakness. I get that. I understand that. But at the same time, like China's not the worry that we have right now. We got to deal with the first one and that's the empire coming back home. Yeah. And I think that's the delusion. I mean, it's the delusion that the cathedral has to put up that these outside forces are, are so dangerous and like either to convince the, convince their people so they can expand their empire but also, I think they do it just to make people like stay clung, clung to them. Like they have to give out this facade that there's this dangers outside our country. And if you didn't have us, big bad government, then 
you'd be fucked. The commies would take over. Like the Taliban are going to invade or like whatever, whatever they say. And I think it's just all a ploy to just keep these people in power. Yeah. I mean, it fucking works. I mean, it's tried and true, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like uh, to us and like our threat to our country, I mean, sure. uh, You know, China has H bombs and that's a very real possibility that we could get in a nuclear war with them, but like a conventional standing, like China's not really a threat to our military. I mean, our no. military is so vastly bigger than theirs. It's insane. If anything, China is a threat culturally. And it's because yeah. our culture is collapsing in, inside our own country. That it's easy for them to whatever, make power moves. I mean, look, like, I, I don't know some like the whole, like a John Cena, had to apologize yeah. to the Chinese pop people for, or at least the government, because he said Taiwan was a country. I'm like they're not doing anything like militarily. Like they're not no. fucking Econ- economically moving is... troops here. They're fucking culturally just shutting us down, and and we're culturally we're weak as fuck. Like our culture yeah. is like at war. Yeah, we don't have a culture here in America anymore. Like I, I honestly don't believe that. It's so disenfranchised from each other that it's like. There's like what Americans think our culture is. That's like normally what is considered our culture, but it does that's non-existent. Like there's there's so many different cultures and not in the sense of like we've let so many different types of people in here that now we have different cultures. It's just bracketed into like this wild frenzy of we're trying to figure out what we're about because these people we don't even know anymore. Like there's so many people that don't even know what up and down and left and right is that it's like yeah fuck it we're just going in a direction and we're gonna speed there as fast as we can yeah well yeah i think it i think that's kind of like i think there was always kind of like multiple cultures but we all all the cultures like look through one tube like the fucking corporate press so that the corporate press kept all the cultures like kind of in line or at least they did their best to and now that the corporate press and the government and everything's like kind of losing all its credibility, like instantly, and like it's kind of crazy how fast it's happening. But now all these cultures aren't looking to them anymore. They're fucking probably turning inward or looking for other outlets that are similar to their culture. And I don't, I don't know, man. Like yeah. I think I, I don't, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Donald Trump kind of set it up to where we had to leave Afghanistan. Cause like, what was Biden going to do? Yeah. Like, he was kind of stuck. It was, it's an unpopular war. So he kind of had to follow through. And when he, and now I think, I think it's, it's actually kind of impressive that even with the corporate press going hardcore on Biden, that he kind of knows that like there's, he has just no political will to go back or century. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, the, your government you try to put up for 20 years collapse in 11 days and then uh what are you going to send troops back but i don't know i think it, it's it's impressive that america actually i mean it looks like america's actually going to finally end a war yeah which yeah that is impressive i'm glad that i'm glad it's over i'm very happy that it's over at least in afghanistan and then but there was two things i wanted to jump off of that and the second one I'm forgetting right now. But the first one was, um, did you see Blyton or Blinken or whatever his fucking name is that uh, they asked him, he, or he he was like, we did not expect it to 
fall as fast as it did and it's like bro what the fuck <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> have you seen the ana try to do jumping jacks like yeah, have you seen dude. Them, have you seen them try to do fucking anything like it was like yeah. there's been reports from the military for years and years and years since i mean all, just since dude, just being in the military i mean we never deployed but like i don't know how many afghanistan vets that we just ran into and talked to and like it, like, the ANA is fucking every, trash. Yeah, the ANA is fucking trash. Like everyone said that. Ev- like I don't think I've met one person that had even the slightest of compliment or even to be <laughs> neutral on the situation. Like everyone's like, dude, like the ANA is just garbage, man. Yeah, like it's so and he's garbage. like, he's like, and and half the time, most people that I talk to is like, you can't, you can't trust those fuckers either. You no. can't trust them with anything. You can't trust them to the left and the right of you, like in a, in a fucking combat situation. And you can't trust them because they you might fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah, you can't trust them on base because there's plenty of stories where they let the Taliban in and yeah. they planted IEDs all over the fucking base if you had yeah. ANA on it. Like there's, it's like, what did you expect? You didn't expect it to happen in 11 days. I expected it to happen in four. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And well, and then now there's like all of the Americans and Westerners and SIV Afghans that are stuck there in Kabul, you know? Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of them. And, you know, there's, there's like journalists and shit there and they like have their families and shit there. So I feel bad for like their families, but I don't feel bad for those journalists at all. Like I, like, <laughs> like they like, like there's some cuck ass shit for that journalist to bring his family to fucking Kabul. Like that's such like American pridefulness. Like that's just like, oh yeah, we'll never have any problems with this country. We've dominated it for so long. And then it, they're like, we're pulling out and it fell in 11 days. And it's like, oh, we're stuck here. And it's like, yeah, that's what you fucking get, bro. Like I feel bad for the innocent children that got drug along because your dumb ass was their father or mother. And you're a journalist for corporate America. Like go fuck yourself dude uh did you see so did you see cnn that girl there and one day she was reporting (laughs) it and then the next day she put on dude i i feel i totally feel like that's a fucking stunt yeah like i i just i just don't i mean i don't know i don't think the taliban would have shot an american cnn journalist or threatened her at all like no. i just don't see because taliban i feel like the taliban's probably just playing politics and like yeah we're gonna treat women fairly under sherry yeah. law like whatever like yeah like they're, cool. just, they're probably just playing like i don't know i really don't know maybe they are actually like maybe nicer to women but maybe they are brutally authoritarian to yeah. women and if they are I would either way, I'd be saying the same shit. I'd be like, yo, we're going to treat women great because I'd be watching the fucking American news and be like, oh, they're going to say we're going to slaughter women. Hey, boys, we're going to save that for a couple months. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. These we'll, people we'll, aren't we'll, stupid. We'll, yeah. We'll mask up in a couple months. Just let, let things cool down a little bit. Like, you know? Yeah. And like, I just, I don't think that the Taliban would have fucking shot the CNN journalist. I just think she put it on just to make it seem like I had to do this because now the Taliban's here. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a total look at me type deal. Like it wasn't, that wasn't fucking, there's no way that that was like in, yeah. it was intentional. It wasn't because all of a sudden the Taliban were in charge. It yeah. was a, it was a scheme. Um, and did you... and I'll, I'll even cut her some slack real quick and say like, maybe she didn't like do it on purpose, but maybe she was told 
like yeah. hey you have to wear this now because because did you see her like where they're like they're chanting death to america but, but they uh, seem pretty friendly <laughs> yeah and honestly like dude they I, was did. Like, <laughs> I was like dude they look friendly <laughs> like like they're chanting like death to my country but like at the same time i was like dude they look like they're having fun <laughs> they look like they're having a fucking gay old time dude it was so weird watching like them them in fucking the palace in kabul like eating milk and cookies like chilling on the fucking beds yeah, and shit like these people have been sleeping in caves for fucking years like you they're like enjoying the, <laughs> the fucking nice things in life right now dude um, this is this is fucking uh at the end of new hope when the rebellion <laughs> blows up the death star this is that's what's happening with the taliban right now dude yeah dude it's fucking wild did you see so they're deploying the 82nd airborne um to uh secure the av uh the airfield and um evacuate u.s personnel let me show you this i don't know if you'll be able to see it on the camera real quick but look at the fucking thing it they got a safety corridor corridor all right so everything in red is taliban controlled area um and first off why is this getting released to the fucking public uh it's all a ploy it's not gonna happen i bet you it doesn't happen it's not gonna happen like this but the fact that this was even it was probably a roughly drawn out plan at some point that was either leaked or just given to the press because they're not doing it anymore but they want to make it seem like they're doing something everything in red is taliban controlled which is literally the whole city of kabul and then it's this blue part where americans are sheltering and westerners are sheltering in place and then the blue line is the line that they want to take to, and it's the main road, which is uh, the airport road. And it goes directly to the airport from where all these Americans are staying um, right next to the US embassy. And <laughs> look, at, look at this shit. I don't know, is it gonna show up? Look at that, look at that line that they're trying to draw. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, the whole dude. thing is surrounded by Taliban. And it's like Taliban checkpoints all across the roads, like the road that they're trying to go down it's like, yeah. what is this? What do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to, like, they just they just won one of the biggest military battles they've ever had. You think they're just going to let you roll down the fucking street? Like, maybe maybe they will because they're like, yeah, we won. But Dude, I feel like I feel like Biden get on the phone with the Taliban prez right now and being like, hey, we won't have any problems if you let my people get the fuck out. Like, I feel like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I think they're making this thing to be much bigger threat. Yeah. Than it needs to be but they're like that's fucking ridiculous though though like even if, even if i was like in the military like someone showed me that plan i'd be like are you fucking high dude yeah. like what <laughs> we're doing where, where are we going <laughs> and it's like it's like what are they gonna first they gotta secure the fucking road and it's like i, I don't even know how long it is but it's gonna make the mogadishu mile look like a fucking joke and like yeah. they're, they're just going to get destroyed. And like, if they're like, if the, like, let's say the people of Kabul, like, were like, fucking finally, fuck the Americans. They're just going to get rocks thrown at them. They're going to get shit thrown at them. They're going to get everything thrown at them. And that's, let's say the Taliban's not doing anything. Let's say there's some parts of the Taliban that are like, fuck these people. We're going to fuck them up on their way out just because we can. And we fucking won. Like, dude, they're going to get fucked if that's the way they're going to do it. And I mean, obviously, I don't think that's the way they would do it. I honestly believe the U.S. is going to have to walk with their fucking tail between their legs all the way out of there um, because that's, I mean, that's more shameful to the United States than 
getting wrecked. It it would it would be bad for the Taliban to do that because it would make them look worse than they do right now. Yeah, I I I just think that things are just being they're just drumming up all this shit because they're I I I think I think they might even know that we're we're ending the Afghanistan war. Yeah. I think they're just fucking scaring the Biden administration enough that hey, if you think about ending another fucking war, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. And I, I start think, another one. Well, not even start another oh, one. Just, I'm just end saying it that like they, in other places. If, yeah. If fucking, I don't know, for some reason we're pulling out of fucking Iraq. Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen now. No. <laughs> but if, if that would ever come up, like maybe the next president or whatever, they're going to bring this shit back up and be like, I don't know. Fucking look how bad it was. Are you sure we're ready? Is the government really going to be well, there? And, to and so this is off? why, this is why I think like, this kind of happened. This is my my tinfoil hat theory. Well, there's another tinfoil hat theory that I really liked that I don't think it's true, but it, it plays well on the whole situation was um, this was not mine. I'll go into mine afterwards, but it was uh, big pharma doesn't need opium anymore because they're creating vaccines. So they got out of Afghanistan <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. But then uh, the the way I, I think out of it's even just part of it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. They're like, we don't we don't need all that. We're going to cut our losses there because it's not helping us make any money. Um, but the other part of it is uh, or the part that I think is true. The one that I think is true is they pulled out of Afghanistan because um, it was unpopular and the United States public doesn't want to be there. But they did it so poorly and they didn't do it back at the beginning of the year because first it would have given Trump some credence into what he was doing there. And then second, they did it now. So it gives Biden a little more credence, but it looks bad. So they won't have to do it anywhere else. And I think that's the big one. And they get to bring a shit ton of troops home. And and, I mean, it's the theme of this show is the empire is coming back and that's a, that's a big blow to the population of the United States. Um, and like the big thing is, is like, it's not like I'm not saying that the military is going to just like start patrolling streets and, you know, treating it like it's Afghanistan. Yeah. It's the fact that they have the opportunity now to do what they want with a shit ton of military that they didn't have yeah. the opportunity to do with what they did before. But I mean, they could even, I mean, do it smarter and just take that budget away from the military and put it toward the FBI. So now the FBI gets more or Homeland funding. Security. Yeah. Homeland Security, whatever, like whatever these departments that I mean, uh, I mean, do, like this fucking they're investigating the 9-11 uh, January 6th thing. And they're yeah. still harping on how that was an insert. I mean, dude, I saw fucking blue check marks already comparing like the Taliban to the people on fucking uh, January 6th and saying like, Oh, they're the same thing. And like yeah. they, they made, I mean, I, I don't know if there's some, some scapegoat, but they're making it like Mike Pompeo because he was the one that met with the Taliban when they arranged the, the deal for them to leave like yeah. in May or whatever. And they're like, Oh, look, you know, these fucking Republicans are like, just like Taliban terrorists. And it's like, Oh yeah. That's what's coming. That's it's where coming we're going home. with this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I can't really exactly remember. I might have heard this on Scott Horton and Pete or Pete's show with Scott Horton, but someone important in the government was on the news saying that the real threat wasn't even the, the rioters, like the actual people that stormed the Capitol. It's the people that didn't. And it's like <laughs> the people that didn't. 
the people that stayed home and just like watched it on TV, like raised their kids, lived a yeah. normal day. Like, what do you mean? The people well, that didn't. It's like, did you see that post? I think I posted it uh, earlier today, but it was a uh, CNN's like news story. And it was like the Biden administration's potential terror threats. And it's like three bullet points. And one is um, COVID, um, not COVID deniers, but COVID. Fuck, what was it? I'll find it real quick. It, and it was like potential terror threats. And they were, I have them right here. Fuck me. I posted too much shit. Opposition to COVID measures, claims of election fraud belief Trump can be re- reinstated, and 9-11 anniversary and religious holidays. Those are the potential terror threats um, right now for the United States, according to what TV show is that? Uh, NBC News. And it's like, yeah, because I disagree that the COVID regulations are fucking garbage and they're not actually helping people. Um, that's a terror threat now. Or because I think there's election fraud. I don't think Donald Trump will be in reinstated ever. But because I think there's election fraud and I thought there's election fraud in like the last four elections at this point to just the bare minimum. That's that's a potential terror threat. Like, fuck you. Yeah, man. You know, uh, in a little bit, I'm maybe looking at a silver lining. It's it's great that this collapse happened so quickly before the military uh, enforced their mandatory vaccine. Yeah, because I think that it just really shows them that, like, basically anyone that served in Afghanistan in the last 20 years, uh, you wasted your fucking time yeah. and they lied to you from the start and they, they lied to you the whole time. They're still and lying we to were the, you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I, I with the mandatory vaccines coming through the military. So I looked up um, anthrax and they I think they made a mandatory back in 1998. And there was this period of time between 1998 and like two, I think 2001. Uh, I wonder what happened, but uh, they, so Pete there, it wasn't that many, but there was like a, like a couple, like hundreds of service members that refused the anthrax vaccine back in the day. And all the punishments are like all over the wall. Like some of them are, you got just processed out. We don't need you anymore. Thank you for serving. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And then some of them were like NJPs. So you like lost rank or article 15 or whatever for the army. And then some of them were like, you got court-martialed and sent to the fucking break. (laughs) So, Yeah. And that's what I keep telling people. Like I keep hearing different things that maybe you'll just be able to deny it and you'll get out. It may be honorable, maybe other than honorable, and then you can fight against it and it'll get overturned, but it takes like a, it's like a three-year fucking process. And I just don't know what to tell people at this point, because honestly, there's, there's nothing to go off of. And like you said, even with the anthrax one and back in the nineties, it was all over the board. It could be, it's a command discretion. Like that's the biggest thing is, are your command dicks? Or are they just like, fuck you. We don't need you. Like the, it's kind of yeah. where it's going to be at. And you know, I, I mean, even with your buddy uh, in the S2 shop, when you were in, I mean, I've seen people get NJP'd for less and he just got separated. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, you I got mean, NJP'd yeah, for yeah. less for God's sake. <laughs> yeah for god's sake like uh yeah i fucking you know i don't know but fucking uh yeah so but i just think that i don't really know what's gonna happen now i mean it's all over the board what we're hearing from different people i've heard a couple positive things and i've heard 
some severely negative things. So like, I, I don't know. I don't even think the military knows. No, they point. don't. I don't even think they didn't know at this point like, because what, what they're going to do. Gonna, yeah, because like, what are you going to do? Like, if you just start court-martialing motherfuckers for not getting this vaccine, like, what what message does that send to the rest of the guys? Like, because these... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, what is that? Like, they didn't... They chose not to. And, and don't get me wrong, the one dude that we were, uh, well, you and I weren't arguing with, but Nick was arguing with in his group chat. Remember, he was like, you're in the military, just do what you're fucking told. And it's like, there, there's a lot of those people in the military that are like, you don't, you signed up to give away your life. So just give away your life, like stop fucking questioning it. And, you know, maybe that's an, uh, a noble thing for like, a a cause that you believe in or whatever but at the same time like i think you're right the silver lining on this whole afghanistan thing is that they've lied to you and they don't care about you and they didn't care about any of those people that died so they're going to do whatever they want and maybe that that helps change some minds and then with this covid19 thing maybe it'll fucking like if they mandatory vax if they make it mandatory to get vaccinated and fuck, dude. I mean, we talk about how the military's the uh, like Republican central because it's Republican welfare. Like we talk about it all the time. Like these people, they didn't want Biden in charge. The majority of them didn't want Biden in charge. And now most of these people in the military now joined when Trump was uh, yeah. president. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like they they're not. I'm hoping that they don't just comply with it because, you know, it, it, there's, there's, uh, when you have numbers, it's a big, it's a big deal. And it's hard yeah. to, it's hard to make people comply when there's, there's numbers. Yeah, dude. But they're going to, it's just, it's one of those things like, this is what the government's fucking good at is people embed their life in the government so much that when something like this come down the pipeline, it puts people in a very tough situation. Now, if I was a single dude, I don't know, I'd probably be a little bit more resistant to this vaccine if, when, if I was in the military. Yeah. But if I had a family and kids, and this is my dependency for their safety, security, and welfare, put me in a lot harder situation than I want to be in. And yeah. that's, that's what the fucking government's good at, dude. They're good at putting people. It's not even that they necessarily have to force you. It's just that they put you in a very tough situation where you basically have to comply. Yeah, they make the rock in a hard place a rock in a fucking hard place. Like there's there's no other way around it. And you know, I've been fucked. How many dependents in the United States military don't fucking do shit? Like whether they're men or women, like they don't do shit. They don't work. Like there's so many of them. So when you're the single yeah. source of income, like, but I mean, shit. If you listen to this show, like. You bet you should have been telling them a while ago, like, hey, we need other sources of income because I can't be doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, man, I, I don't, you know, I think I think a lot of the younger crowd will be the ones to be more defiant against this than uh, probably the older crowd, the, the careerist. I mean, I mean, we heard it when we were in, dude, there was some people that were like gunnies and were like, yeah, we know it's bullshit, but I'm eight years away from retirement or like, yeah. whatever. Like I've, I got five years left from retirement and dude, that's honestly like, yeah, and retiring then, at 38, like, fuck. Oh, 
Oh my God, dude. You, I mean, it's not even like full retirement. I think you only get like half or 60% or whatever. I, That's like just for their early retirement. But if you, if you fully, re you can fully retire at 38 years old. There's not many other places that you can do that. And so like fully retire yeah. at 38 and then you, still, and then you yeah. go and do another job. Like, healthcare for the rest of your life. Probably, I think for your family as well. Yeah. You get benefit. The GI, the GI bill goes down to your kids. And I think it's both of them, not just one of them or all of them. I, I mean, there's probably limits on, I don't really know, but the, like if you have two kids, they'll both get to go to college. Like it sets people up for what they think will be a great and prosperous life for the children and, and, and or their family. And it's like, dude, like, fuck man, you get, I mean, I, I, dude, I heard people that would like, they got like a five-year contract. You're like, well, I only got 15 years to retirement. Yeah. And, and when like, we were young, we're like, dude, 15 more years. Fuck that. But like yeah. looking back, it's like, damn, dude, well, I can't like, like would, we'd be halfway there, dude. We'd be halfway there. I know. Like right now, like, could you imagine? Fuck. I still see people's stories and stuff like that, that I like my people that we knew in Oki and shit like that. And I'm like, damn, they're still in. Like, they're close to retirement. Like, fucking Ponder. You remember Ponder? Like, that motherfucker's Dude. still in. And he'll probably he'll probably stay in the rest of his life. Like, and you know, yeah. like, he'll probably but stay in the rest of his life. Well, and Ponder, yeah, Ponder's one of those people that, like, there's plenty of people I met like this where, like, signing the contract's like a deal. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck about patriotism. They don't even no. give a fuck really about the rules. They're just like, you pay me every two weeks. I do this for 20 years. I get to retire. That's the deal. Like they, it's like mercenary uh, mentality. Yeah. You know, or it's like, like they're I, like don't the ask actual, me any yeah. questions. Don't ask me to go above and beyond. Don't yeah. ask me to do this, that, or the other. I'll do my job. I'll get in, I'll get out. And that's it. Don't ask me anything else. Yeah. And, and, and I, know, I get yeah, it. There's, I get a, it. there's a few guys a, that were just straight up like that. Dude. It's a decent way to live. It's a decent way to live. Like, I'm not saying that it's not, but it's like, if you like, and you know, I think we just got pilled like halfway through, like we were like, this is not for me. Like I can yeah. do it and I'm damn good at it. Like, and that was the, that's the thing I kept telling people. I was like, people I, like, especially people that don't know us, they think that we were just like shit at the military and we just hated it because we hated it because we were shit at it. And it's like, bro, I was a Sergeant in four years and I was not the one sucking dick. Like, like I was always in trouble for talking back or, you know, pressing back against people, but I always got my shit done before I did it. So like, it, and you were the same way. Like you still, you knew how to do your job. We're both decently intelligent when it comes to like doing a job. We may not be yeah. higher level intelligence when it like comes into philosophical thought or reading, but if I have to do a job, <laughs> I get really fucking good at it because I hate being bad at things that I have to do on a daily basis. So it's like, yeah, we got yeah. really good at our fucking jobs. And it's like, guess what? This is still bullshit. Like I, it's like with the fucking, it sounds stupid, but with our ax throwing thing, it's like the, the fucking clutches, how they changed them. And I was like, I fucking hate this, but I'm going to be really fucking good at them. And I'm still going to talk shit about them because honestly, as long as I'm from a point of, you know, experienced, um, like, uh, experienced knowledge, that's way better a uh, talking point to talk shit about something than it is from an inexperienced knowledge and only knowing the philosophical part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think but we got pilled I mean, early as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, well, and I think in a, not so much as like, like 
I don't know if we got pilled in the sense that we understood that like what the yeah. fuck was going on, but I think we got pilled in the sense that like we know this is bullshit, but we can't exactly explain right. why it's bullshit. Yeah. And I think a lot of people at young age in the military like realize that. Like yeah. their first contract that they just they don't exactly know how they can explain their feeling or like what's exactly wrong. Like they'll bitch about like the leadership, but they don't exactly understand like why am I so goddamn miserable right now? Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, well, also the group that we hung out with, dude, yeah. like we were like every I mean, everyone was in somewhat a degenerate, but I mean, most people, I think pretty much all of our friends were like no one complained about their work ethic or like job no, exactly nobody, nobody could I mean, say shit about how but, hard we worked yeah but and how but we worked it, they hated it just yeah they, they yes how like the results of the job was always like up to standards or like above and beyond standards but like the 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 way you show <laughs> how you did the job or like you know it's not the traditional marine standard way of doing the job so like you know when you get like our buddy mike when yeah. he's pretty good at his job but he like looks like a bag of shit <laughs> all the time and they're like what the fuck and like they just like even like <laughs> i mean sometimes i understood dude i just understood some hardcore staff sergeant that walk in for something from mike and mike just looks like dog shit and you're just but he's like confused because it's like oh this is exactly what i needed but like you are garbage and i need and then, to yell at you and then you have ivan sitting right next to him like whatever bro and he's like yeah. what did you just whatever me and he's like <laughs> whatever bro talk to my sergeant and he's like i'm a gunny like what do you mean talk to your sergeant and he's like whatever bro and yeah. it's like i get it and then you go to the comp shop because you need radios and i'm like uh like a fucking lance and i'm like yeah give me and i was like you need to fill out this paperwork and he's like you don't get to tell me that and i'm like no i do i'm the comsec guy like you have to fill out this paperwork i need two weeks before you can get this gear and they're like no i needed this tomorrow or whatever and i'm like no that's not how this works and it probably pisses them it pisses them off because they've been told the entire time like no you get what you want because you're this rank now so everybody under than uh, other than you like lower than you they have to do what you say and it's like we were just not the shop to do that too because we were like i'll play the fucking game as much as you want and that's the problem we were decently intelligent enough like you said to know something was off but also decently intelligent enough to try to make it work to our standard or at least get back at them in a certain way. And we were just like, fuck it, we'll play the game. We know how to play the game, but I'm gonna bitch about the game and play it and fuck with you as much as you fuck with me. At least so I feel some satisfaction with my life at the end of the day. Yeah, dude. And I, I mean, the most like, you know how they say like the call, I would say like college professors are like probably the most like blue pill brainwashed fucking people I've ever met in my life. Um, but then there's like this, it's like the worst of the worst is fucking officers because not only did they go through a fucking university and get filled with this progressive bullshit? They come into the goddamn military and it's like you get this, you basically this fucking just out of fucking high, uh, college dude that now thinks he has power because the u.s military granted to him on some bullshit standards that everyone knows is bullshit and 
So now you have this basically authoritarian progressive fag yelling at you or trying to get you to do whatever you want. And it's, I don't know. I think, I think the, the universities make officers like just fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know who decided it was a good idea to let people lead straight out of, you know, universities because everybody knows that universities don't like universities don't teach you how to be a human being. They teach you, they, they don't teach you a whole lot. What they do is they, like, you can learn things in universities. I don't want to take that away from it, but they don't teach you how to be like a well-rounded person. They teach, they show that you can follow directions. And that's what the military does, you know, with all their things. It shows that you like boot camp. It's not a thing to teach you how to be a Marine. It's like, can you follow directions? And then here's your EGA at the end of it. You can follow directions enough to wear this little emblem. Yeah. Or you can follow directions enough. Here's a diploma saying that you follow directions enough in this specific field to go on and do other things in this field eventually. And it's like, that's like, for the most part, that's what it is. And, you know, there's yeah. some, there's some situ- scenarios people always want to bring up like doctors and things like that. And it's like, yeah, but the first four years don't mean shit. They don't mean yeah. shit. The only thing that they- means shit is your GPA at the end of it. So you can get into your doctorate program where you actually do a lot of surprisingly enough on the job training for things which is where the majority of people learn things and yeah you need to understand a basis so you got taught that basis and you got taught how to follow directions to figure out what those bases are those bases that are i don't know whatever that fucking word is and then you fucking figure it out afterwards and you understand where to go back to to find more information if you don't understand something which is it's not a bad skill to have but fuck what's the first 12 years of schooling for then indoctrination yeah right (laughs) propaganda yeah i mean whatever field you're studying in sure they can teach you better skills or at least knowledge about that field or whatever but it's all those fucking electives that they make you take in college that's where they fucking i think they hit you hard with the fucking propaganda because i mean i mean we were both in at asu and both of us were in like some fucking probably garbage ass humanities class where they're just teaching like basically fucking nonsense. And uh, I think that's where they fucking propagate. I mean, dude, there's a fucking dude that I was talking to at the bar this weekend. (laughs) And he was telling me that the problem in this country is basically white rage. That that's why our culture is so is freaking out. And he's like, because, you know, white people aren't populating as much. And minorities are starting to populate more. So now we have this culture clash because white people are, are they feel threatened that their culture is being taken over. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And this dude's, this dude's a paralegal. Oh, wow. He's about to be a fucking lawyer. Jesus Christ. And that's what he told me. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm trying to find the lawyers that are, you know, doing, um, you know, COVID shit, like that are trying to go against this COVID shit because I feel like I'm going to need one soon enough when I get let go from my fucking jobs because I won't give them my personal information. Um, I, I could, uh, I could send you a lawyer. <laughs> oh, you know one? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, uh, I can't remember her name, but I reached out to her to ask her for any advice about uh, what you would tell a service member that's about to be mandated with the vaccine and basically she said probably go the religious route but she yeah. did she also said that she doesn't 
Um, she doesn't exactly know the best avenue of approach because she's not an expert in military legal system. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder her what understanding. The, I wonder uh, what the religious route is. Like, what do I have to do? Like, I'll I be, don't know, dude. I'll be a bleeding heart Christian tomorrow, but I don't think Christian, I'll be a fucking Muslim Mujahideen fucking, do I just get an AK? Like, um, do I start preaching Sharia law? Like, weird. Yeah, in the army, <laughs> dude, they let you. They, I've seen like I gotta be Muslim, I have to be a Muslim dudes position. with like the the, the yeah, fucking the, the Sikhs, the Sheiks, the, yeah, the towel head, the <laughs> the the hat, and he had a full beard, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. so if you're Muslim, you can just grow a beard in the military? Like, yeah. what's going on? Well, they're not Muslim. The Sheiks are not Muslim. They'll get really upset oh. if you call them Muslim. They're not Muslim. Oh. But the sheiks, they're fucking dope. They're like the ones that used to be, they're like from the same like Middle Eastern Peninsula type deal. But they uh, they were the ones that used to like fly around with fucking swords and shit that were just dope as shit. It's SI, all right. Um, but yeah, they were, uh, they were fucking dope. And but yeah, the sheiks, they're fucking, they're fucking dope. But yeah, they got a religious exemption in the fucking military like crazy, especially in the army. Yeah, I, I mean, I only just saw it in like an article in the army. So I don't know if it was like an, I don't know, I'm sure they probably go through like some sort of fucking strenuous check to make sure that they're actually Muslim or whatever to do it. So I'm sure like if they did try to do like religious exemption for the vaccine that they're going to make you like present evidence or write a, probably have to write like an essay or something. And who who knows? I mean, I don't know exactly. I mean, maybe it'll at least hold them up if you try to do the religious exemption. Maybe it'll hold them up, if, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it yeah, really just, works. Just make Never it bad really enough tried. that they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, like a bunch of relig religious exemptions or medical exemption, whatever the fuck yeah. you need. It to sucks do. too because, like, I like normally if you would ask me in any other situation, if the government wasn't involved, I'd be like, yeah, companies should be able to you know, put out what they want. Like they're like, you know, get rid of people that don't align with their views and things like that. Like normally I'd be okay with that, but like today's day and age, I can't like, there's just no way because it's not a fucking government thing. That's allowing it. Or it's not a, a private business decision. That's doing it. It's, it's being forced to, or being coerced to by the government. And they wouldn't be, they wouldn't have done this if, to, if, 2020 didn't go the way it did yeah I, I don't think it would have been nearly as bad i mean fuck man maybe some corporations like fucking walmart or whatever would have had mass mandates or some sort of social distancing like that's really possible but um i, I don't see mass amounts of businesses closing and churches being forced to close like all of what all of what they did this past year and a half like i just don't I don't see that happening if and I don't no see I don't federal see it. government forcing it. Yeah, I don't see it, the vac vaccination being as big as it is either. Like I just don't see it ever being even coming close. And I just and that's the that's the worrisome part of everything, right? That's how that's how they get you. Yeah. Yeah, that I think, you know, with any sort of government propaganda or whatever they're trying to enforce, it's always the elites that are have to be coerced into doing it and you know if there's no 
federal government, I don't think our all these all of, all of our elites are going to be coerced, or even if those elites would be there. And yeah, I don't know if if they would, you know, enforce all that. They probably do more what, what their people want more than what the government wants. Yeah, their exactly. customers. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that's kind of touched on everything I wanted to. Do you have any follow on? Uh, I don't know. I just, if you're, you know, I know a lot of people in the military and I know a few of you guys listen to our show and you're worried about the vaccine, man, but I wish I could give you better advice. Um, but I mean, resist all you can, all, all that you're allowed to, um, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not trying to say that you should be thrown in a brig to not get the vaccine, but like, fuck man. I mean, you gave up most of your life when you joined, but fuck, if you make a stand, maybe you don't have to give all of it up. Yeah, right. Like, that's the that's the big thing. Like, you sacrifice everything for what you believe in. I mean, most people will tell you, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know if I can be the one that tells you what to do in that scenario. I think you're going to have to make the best choice you can with the options that you have. And that's kind of like what everybody's got to do right now. Like there's a whole bunch of people that are in great businesses and working for great companies that they really enjoy doing what they do. And the mandates that are coming out, like it's going to be hard to find jobs that um, aren't requiring vaccination up front. Like, and it's like, what are you going to do? And maybe we see a boom in entrepreneurs because everybody's like, well, fuck that. I'll work for myself. Maybe that'll be a good thing. But at the same time, it's like, there's only so many things that people want to do out there and so many things that you personally can be good at. And uh, it's going to be difficult. Everybody's going to be making some hard decisions. And that's kind of where my black pill was at today. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Because I'm really good at this job and it's something I can do that's easy enough for now till I can do what I want to do. And it's like, well, can I even make money doing what I want to do right now? <laughs> and probably not, not enough to survive. So it's like, what, do, what to do at this point in time? And it's, it's going to be fucking hard, no matter what position you're in, whether you're in the military or not in the military. Yeah, man, shitty, shitty situation. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lloyd well, Austin. That's the name Lloyd of the secretary Austin. of defense. That's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we found that we figured it out at the end. He's a bitch. He's a cuck. Yeah, dude, he sucks. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's really it for me. Um, I got a fucking my new apartment doesn't have a washer and dryer inside of it, so there's a communal one that I have to go and walk to and get all my stuff. And it's about to fucking pour rain here tonight, so I'm gonna oh, go do dude, that. Really? Yeah, we've gotten a lot of rain lately. It's been fucking insane. I mean, it was raining pretty good when I was there for my last like three weeks there. It was raining, yeah. but we haven't got a lot of rain here. Yeah. Well, there. Uh, so for the Desert Open, they don't know if it's going to happen now because they think they're going to try and do IATC at the same time as the Desert Open. And they think well, they're December. Yeah. And they think or it's going to be November, December. And they think they're going to do it in Canada. And it's like, well, how the fuck are we all going to go to Canada? There's still a two week. So nobody's going to fucking go. So maybe the yeah. uh, the open still happens for axe throwing in uh, December or November. God Whenever damn the it, desert dude. open is. 
But yeah, and I bet Canada's like if you're vaccinated, you can just walk right in. Yeah, but right. At maybe later, but then fucking yeah, I'm not doing a, a vaccine or a fucking two week fucking quarantine in Canada. I'll fucking shoot myself. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, four days in Canada was enough for me the last time. I don't need it for uh, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you canada <laughs> all right that's it for the fucking shit show um we might have a special guest on the next episode I'll probably still be talking about afghanistan um with everything that's going on well i guess we'll find out more in the coming days on uh everything that's happening um i'm just gonna plug praxis at the end of this again because uh, i always forget at the beginning but they are offering a scholarship under our name um, if you want to do something other than um, college, if you win the scholarship, it's a thousand dollars to their school. Uh, and it's not really like a traditional school. It's more of like an entrepreneurship program um, where they help you get settled into a business. And I think it's only a year long. Um, they get help you get settled into a business at the end of your time there. And it's got a lot of really good success stories. Um, so you should guys go check them out on Instagram and I'll figure out the website and stuff. And maybe we can get the CEO on so he can talk to us about it. But we were locked out of our account for a while on Instagram and there was really no reason for us to promote it at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's it for me. Typo. Yeah, that's all I got, dude. Fucking check out our memes. We've been on point today. Dude, we've been going ham today with the Afghan memes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I got a couple more that I'm going to post tonight, but uh, they're, they're, <laughs> it's been a, a fucking... Dude, I love the memes. Keep the memes coming. Yeah, dude. It's been, it's been great. <laughs> all right, that's it for Fighting the Boys. Uh, we out.